Go ahead and go. So, nice to meet you. Ada Taft. Welcome to day four of the Back to School series. I'm so glad that you're here. Last night, I was singing with my daughter, and she told me that I sounded like beef jerky coffee. I don't know what that means, but it burns. It stings just a little bit. Do you have a story about a funny insult your kid made? If so, DM me on Instagram or jump onto the Plan Go Plan Facebook group. I want to hear it. I want to hear your best kid insults. <laughs> so today's episode is all about preparing our home for back to school. And I don't know about y'all, but I am, I'm incapable of having all of my house clean at once. So rather than put the pressure on myself to make sure that my house is spotless before it's time for school to start, I'm going to focus on three areas of my home that are most impacted during this season. And I'm gonna get those areas super functional, super ready, and then I'm gonna let the rest go. <laughs> so today we're gonna to talk about drop-off zones, closets, and kitchens. Let's do this. Do you wanna feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, Welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGee. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, Grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. I am. I'm so glad that you are here. So thank you. Thank you for listening. I really, truly hope that this back to school series has been helpful for you. And if it has, please share these episodes with a friend, drop me a review. Oh, and don't forget that I do have a free downloadable workbook with checklists, great checklists in the show notes. So if you haven't downloaded that yet, go to the show notes, click on the link, and immediately you can download this wonderful workbook that will just keep you on track, that will guide you as you gear up for the back to school season. So what was your home like growing up? Was it super clean and organized? Was it cluttered? Was it somewhere in the middle? My parents are so clean and organized now. Seriously, their house is always so put together. I guess they're living that retired life. <laughs> but growing up, I do remember our house being our house being pretty normal. <laughs> we weren't particularly messy, but we also weren't spotless. I remember our closets being a complete disaster zone. And as a kid, I love this. There were just piles and piles of things. And I thought it was magical. I was like, what am I going to find in this closet? And I would get into these closets and I dig around. It was like I was excavating something. So while that was amazing as a kid, I know that as a parent, I need my home to be organized enough that our spaces are functional 
and that I am able to quickly find the things that I need so that we can get out the door. I am much less concerned personally about aesthetics. I'm less worried about whether or not my home looks Pinterest perfect and more interested in are my spaces functional? Can I move through those spaces quickly? Can I find the things that I want? I also really want my house to be clean enough that if people were coming over, I could have things presentable in 30 minutes or less. I actually had a win moment not that long ago. My aunt passed away and my cousin and her kiddos and then my family were all going to have this lovely picnic as a memorial for my aunt and it rained, it stormed and our plans switched very quickly and I was really excited because I was able to say, hey, why don't y'all just come over to my house? I can have it ready in about 10 minutes. And I did. And I'll tell you, my upstairs was a disaster, but we just didn't invite people up there. We were able to have this wonderful family moment where we are able to sit down, eat food together at the table, play some games, and tell stories about my aunt, who was an absolutely delightful human. And so for me, having my home in a place where I feel comfortable and confident to invite people over is so important to me. I don't need it to be Pinterest perfect, but I do need to be able to find things and I don't want funky smells, right? So I want you to think before we get started, what are your priorities? You might really want beautiful spaces in your home. And if that is important to you, name it, claim it. What matters to you when it comes to home organization? By knowing what matters to you, you're going to be able to focus on those things and it's going to help you give yourself permission to let some of the other things go, at least for now. So when it comes to getting my home ready for back to school, there are three zones that matter to me, the drop-off zone, the kids' closets, and the kitchen. That's what I'm going to talk about today, but I want you to spend some time and think, are these the right zones for you? You might have other zones that you need to prioritize because of how your family does things, and that's okay. So I want to start with a drop-off zone. This is where my kids' backpacks, coats, shoes, all of the things that they might be tempted to drop on the floor when they come home. For some of you, this might be a mudroom where you have a bench and hooks for each kid. For others of you, you might have a front closet, or you might even have this in your garage, depending on where you live. So our drop-off zone actually changes depending on what time of the year it is. So I live in Iowa, and during the winter months, we are usually entering in and out of our garage. And right when you come in from our garage, we have a closet on one side, and then on the other side, we have our laundry room. And so if anything is wet, it goes into the laundry room. The rest of the items go into the closet. But right now, during the warmer months, my kids are hopping, popping in and out through the front door. And so when I realized that the front door was going to be where we go in and out during the warmer months, I decided to install some hooks and then I bought a bench for them to put things there. So basically we have a row of hooks, we have a bench, and then underneath the bench, we have a little mat for them to put their shoes. Whatever setup you have is fine. 
What I think is important is that you decide on the function of the space for your family, and then you pick a place for all of the things. So have a place for each person's backpack. If you bring lunches and you always have lunch boxes, where are they going to put them when they come in the door? Where do their shoes go? Then I want you to look at that space and see, are there any items that you need to clear out of that area? I'll tell you, I'm really grateful that right now it is warmer and we'll be going in and out the front door because that drop-off zone is in really great shape. However, the front closet that we're going to be using in the colder months, I'm going to have to do a little bit of work on. So, you know, clear out any items that don't need to be in that area that might be distracting, take them to their homes. But it's also important that you teach your family how to use and maintain that area. So for example, if you want to create a place for each person's backpack, you might consider putting labels with their names on it so that they know exactly where they go. Also recognize that if you have littles, so you have a preschooler that's coming and going from preschool, make sure that they are going to be able to reach the hooks that you've installed. And if they haven't, how are you going to do that? Are you going to be the one that puts them up there for them? Or are you going to install a hook in a lower location so that they can do it themselves? Whichever you decide is the right decision. You just need to know what you're going to do and have a plan for it. The second zone in the home that I need in order before school starts is the kids' closets. I got to get people dressed and out the door. I recommend spending some time in your kids' closets before you do your back-to-school shopping. This way you will know what do they need and what don't they need. This will help you save some money by not buying things that you already have plenty of. I also want you to think about what is the function of closets for your family? Is this a place where people get dressed? Is this just a place that you store your clothes? Figure out What do you want your closets to do for you? All right, y'all, I'm going to share something with you that is going to appall a few of you. I'm going to share with you how I do my laundry. So I do not fold or hang any of my children's clothes. None of them. I started out doing this with all the tiny little hangers, and I thought I was going to lose it. So... I have to find a different process. So my kids do have dresser drawers and in there we keep underwear, socks, and PJs. And I don't think that underwear, socks, or PJs need to be folded. So they just get shoved in their drawers. Then they have buckets. They have a long sleeve bucket, a short sleeve bucket, and then they also have a pant bucket. I also have buckets for each day of the week. And they're just lined up against the wall in their closet. When I'm putting laundry away, I start to put together outfits for each day of the week in those buckets. So I, as I'm sorting through underwear, each bucket gets a pair of underwear and any extra underwear goes into the underwear drawer. Same with socks. Then I put together their pants and then their shirt. And this way I can say to them, hey, go to your Monday bucket and grab your clothes for today and put them on. What's also really nice about this is I can label the buckets with the days of the week, and it's a really great way to teach your kids to read the days of the week as well. 
this is my slightly undomesticated way of doing laundry and organizing my kids' closets. For us, this is what works right now. For some of you, this might be appalling. I can assure you this is way less work for me, but for some of you, maybe this sounds like more work. I don't know. If this seems like it would help you to do something like this, go for it. Now, I do want to recognize that depending on your kid's age, your kids might be responsible for the space on their own. And if that is the case, this might be a really important time to say, hey, can you go into your closet, check and see how many pairs of pants you have, or are you okay if I go into this space and maybe together we can go through and see what you need for clothes for the new school year. I just want to recognize that depending where your kids are and depending on the age of your kids, how you navigate this space might be a little bit different. I do think that it's really important to have your kids try on a few items of clothing to make sure that you know what their current size is. I was talking about this with my high school bestie. We just went on a trip to Disney together. It was a blast. And she was talking about how they have a back to school fashion show each year where she has them try on all the clothes in their closet so she knows what fits and what doesn't. And then she can make a list of things that they still need to buy. And I love this. So, you know, make this fun, put on some music have a fashion show, really get into it. Overall, I think that what is most important is that you create a closet that's functional for you all and that your kids also know how to maintain and use their closet themselves. This is also a really wonderful time for you to go through the same process in your own closet. What do you need to clear out do you need to replace any items? Have a donation bucket or a donation bag that you're filling up as you go through the kids' closets and maybe your own. And then this way you can take a trip to, to a donation station afterwards and drop everything off at once. So after you've worked on your drop-off zones and you've gone through at least the kids' closets, I think the third area that is really important for me to feel organized and put together is to make sure that my kitchen is in place. Now, I don't think that you need to do a huge sweep of your entire kitchen. You are more than welcome to do that. But for me, there are certain areas of the kitchen that are most important to have in order when we're entering the new school year. So for some of you, this will be a lunch packing zone. If you are someone that sends your kid with a lunch every single day, having an area with all of the items that you need easily accessible is really, really important. You might also create an after-school snack zone. I did this a couple of years ago. I wanted to make all the snacks easily accessible to my kids because they kept being like, mom, I need a snack. Will you go get me a snack? No, go get it yourself. You know where the snacks are. And so I created a shelf that was easily reached by them. And I put the snacks into a container. And now when they ask for a snack, they know where they can get it. 
I get pestered a lot less. So figure out what areas of your kitchen are really important. If your kids are constantly needing water bottles for school, for sports activities that they're in, and you feel like water bottles are all over the place, take some time to do some water bottle inventory, figure out what you need, what you don't. Can you get them organized in a way that you feel like the chaos is tamed just a bit? So think about your kitchen and think about what is important for you to have an order before school starts in your kitchen. If that means an entire pantry cleanout, do an entire pantry cleanout. If that's not necessary, but is on your wish list, leave that for later and focus on the areas that are going to matter the most this next upcoming month. Entering the school year with an organized home, or at least with part of your home organized, makes it all a little bit easier. So decide which parts of your home are most impacted by the back-to-school season. And with each area, get clear on how you need that space to function for you and your family. Invite your family into this process. Have a back-to-school fashion show. Have a find your snack practice or play restaurant and practice putting together lunches. Ask yourself, what can I do today that will make things easier for my family tomorrow? I wish for you functional spaces and tons of fun organizing those spaces. I wish for you the ability to imagine, to imagine the joy of your kids running home and kicking off their shoes and grabbing snacks. The laughter of kids trying on clothes for dress-up days at school. Y'all, there are so many possibilities ahead. I can sense it. Can you? My mommy is sus. What? (laughs) (laughs) If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all. So pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.